Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And boy, aren't we just so happy that Matt is back. <laughs> Reunited. Oh, no, it's so good He's to be back together. <laughs> yeah. So Matt was out for a little bit. And last week, we did not have an episode due to our Labor Day weekend. And I know that you guys don't want to listen to my voice just ramble on about how great Oxford is. But we are very happy to have you back. Matt, where were you? Yeah, so I was on a big adventure in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado with yeah. my older brother. So we spent uh, about seven days up around 10 and a half, 11,000 feet. So uh, quite any, an awesome trip. Any effects from the sea level? You know what? The uh, altitude, altitude, it takes a bit to get used to, for sure. This was our second year going out there, and uh, we planned a day to acclimate to just kind of like hydrate and really just Breathe. rest, you know, <laughs> before we went up there. So we spent some time at like nine and a half thousand feet just oh, wow. to kind of get used to it a little yeah. bit because we were doing physical stuff. We were going, you know, three to five miles a day at that elevation. Oh, so um, you definitely have to definitely hydrate. And uh, I did some training in preparation for going. Um, really? Yeah, I was doing like seven miles or so um, four to five times a week. And, um, I had, I had a little bit of actually, um, some training issues. I have some ankle issues. And so one of our awesome podcast we could do, (laughs) I know one of our awesome therapists was able to help me with some dry needling and some hands-on mobilization, some things I just couldn't do for myself. And thankfully my ankle felt great on the trip and I had no issue and I knew, I knew just what to do and access, direct access to oh, gosh. physical therapy. <laughs> Guys, we are not going to sit here and talk about that. That was really unexpected, <laughs> but Matt always knows how to turn it into a commercial. Yeah. So, you know, today it's a little bit of a different topic. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Well, one of our goals is always to give kind of that lift the curtain and the veil behind the scenes of the practice. Yes, give them the direct um, access. Yeah, that's right. To what's happening. Yeah. So this is kind of a non-clinical topic, but um, one that's very, I think, interesting and and probably eye-opening for a lot of folks right. out there. Um, probably especially interesting for our student listeners and our other PT listeners and potentially even patient listeners out there. So It's good to have some education. Yeah, exactly. So if you're a listener and you have a high deductible plan uh, on your insurance, stay tuned for what's coming <laughs> next because it's important information that can ma- help you make good decisions about your health care in general and about your uh, physical therapy choices. Right. So... so- yeah. So the biggest thing I think we need probably to start a little bit of a history lesson um, is that, you know, physical therapy and how it's paid or how it's priced is different depending on where you go. Right. And so that's a little bit of a, um, you know, you would think, well, it's all the same, right? It's just the same cost no matter where I go. Why isn't it? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Um because you think like health care bills, you go to the doctor, it's probably going to be the same price no matter what doctor you go to, right? Right. So it's a little bit different um, when insurance companies negotiate rates uh, with different providers. There's some services that other providers have that they can negotiate a better rate. They can get paid more. Okay. So a lot of hospital providers will negotiate 
higher rates for physical therapy because they're providing other services as well to that right. same insurance company. So they might be providing cancer care. They might be providing, um, you know, delivery services for children, things like that, that we as a practice don't provide. All we provide is physical therapy. So when we go to negotiate our contract with the insurance company, we don't get paid as much. We don't get paid as good of a rate as some other providers out there who have more services. Huh. The good thing is that we pass that savings on to our patient. And so it's no different um, than if you went to the hospital. And a lot of people have probably been in the hospital before. And you got um, an ibuprofen or an Advil. Mm -hmm. And it might have been like $10 for the ibuprofen or the Advil because that's what it cost in that environment. Well, we know that you can go to Walgreens or CVS and buy a whole bottle for $10, Right. right? So. Um, you'll see billboards around town uh, for the same thing, like for MRIs. MRIs okay. are cheaper at freestanding private-based facilities right. than they are at the hospital. Um, again, prescriptions are cheaper. You know, you're not going to go to the hospital and get your prescription for your antibiotic filled. You're going to go to CVS right. or Walgreens or, you know, some other do retail. Do people do that? People do the hospital to get prescriptions? No, nobody does. I mean, okay. there's pharmacies at the hospital, but nobody utilizes them because they're designed... Uh, for a specific purpose, right? right? They're designed just to fulfill the medications required at that hospital. Right. And that's kind of the direction we're seeing things move to. You know, MRIs and x-rays are, are very important tests, and they're needed mm-hmm. um, at the hospital. And they're needed typically in an urgent situation, mm-hmm. you know, so they're specialized. And I get why they're more expensive. But if you have a non-urgent MRI, or yeah. you're not going to go and get that done at the hospital. Your you're bones gonna, aren't breaking out of your skin. Yeah, you're going to pay <laughs> an upcharge. And so, um, you know, for a long time, probably, I would say, as long as you've been here, Allie, I think we've been mm-hmm. trying to educate people about <laughs> cost and about um, their choices with physical therapy. Right. So some of our taglines, some of our marketing materials, uh, patients might see um, things like, we save a certain percentage or Oxford's a certain percentage less or uh, a very common one that we use often is double the care at less than half the cost. Right. You're getting more with us than what you're paying for. Right. Basically. So in our setting, typically our patients, our average patient visit is going to be somewhere between 75 and 90 minutes. And based on the reimbursement structure of what we're paid and what we're able to charge for that visit, it's going to be Uh, significantly less than what a lot of hospital-based facilities would charge for that same treatment. So that's how we're able to offer that increased value and pass it on to our consumer. So why does that matter? Well, it matters if you're a patient and you have a high deductible plan and maybe you pay the first two or three thousand dollars of the bill Mm -hmm. or if you have a plan where maybe you are responsible for a percentage instead of a copay. So patients' responsibility in physical therapy is often either a copay where they pay a flat $20, $30, $40, or they may pay a percentage, 20 or 30%. Well, obviously, the higher the bill, the higher the percentage that they're going to have to pay. Right. So oftentimes when patients come to us and they may have been somewhere else, they'll remark, wow, it's significantly less out-of-pocket for me here at Oxford than it has been at other hospital-based facilities. So can we dive into why? Well, I mean, the why of it is really just the the upcharge because the hospital has contracted rates that are higher 
than what our contracted rates so it's are. Higher to keep everyone in the same building, like the convenience, like we're going to have everything that you need right here. Yeah, I think it's in that. the hospital. And I think that again, when it's negotiation time with an insurance company, a hospital's able to say, we have these 150 services we offer. So we're going to demand this reimbursement rate and the insurance company really doesn't have a choice in a lot of instances. They can't walk away and leave their members with no ability to have service for cancer care or different other fundamental services. Um, We unfortunately just don't have as much bargaining power with the insurance company. Um, You know, (laughs) our our co-founder and my business partner, Ken Rushi, likes to say, we sell white milk, you know. (laughs) Um, we don't sell anything else. So right. our white milk is physical therapy. Yeah, there's only so much we can do with physical therapy. <laughs> well, there's only so much we can do from a negotiating standpoint yeah. when it comes right. to Not, contracts yeah. with that. Now, the upside of that is that we have the absolute best white milk in the world, you know, That's right. because all we do is physical therapy. So our extreme focus is on physical therapy. It's not like we do physical therapy and this other thing. Right. Or we do this other thing and, oh, by the way, we have PT down in the basement. Right. You know, our focus is on physical therapy. And everything that falls under that umbrella. That's right. Yeah. See, guys, I'm listening and learning just the same as you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a it is a, a point that we do want to educate a lot of people about, and we want them to have the power and information to make a good decision. And so, you know, knowing ahead of time up front, what your financial responsibility right. might be for physical therapy and making a good choice about where you might want to receive your physical therapy right. is going to have a big impact. Again, back to that person that has that high deductible plan. Let's say you pay the first $2,000 of your yeah. insurance. You might uh, only get four or five visits at a hospital-based facility for that $2,000. No way. Right. Whereas if you came to our facility, you might get 10 or more visits right. for that same out-of-pocket expense. So Double the care. That's right. <laughs> so there we are. There we have it. Making so, connections. Um, you know, it just really, uh, it would be like if you needed a certain amount of antibiotic, let's say you needed 10 pills to treat your strep throat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, if you only get four of those pills, you're probably not going to get the most effective treatment and get over that issue. Right. You know, so we want to make sure that, again, patients and consumers have the right information to make a good choice. Right. When it comes to money, people like to be more educated on how they're spending it. So I think this is. Yeah. Well, it's really important. You know, again, as I mentioned, we've been talking about this for for years and trying to educate people. But really why um, it sparked my interest to want to do an episode on this today. Right. There's a new little news out there. Yeah. So one of the biggest insurance companies in the country, um, Anthem, just recently came out with a new policy. And so this is basically a clinical guideline that they're using, um, and it's called a site of service um, guideline. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to make their members aware of the fact that they can have a significant savings if they choose a freestanding private practice facility for physical therapy. And they've actually gone as far as identifying some criteria where they say these certain people, it's medically necessary for them to go to the hospital for physical therapy. That's a very, very few number. That's a very select amount of people. The vast majority should be receiving physical therapy in outpatient freestanding facilities 
where it's much more convenient and costs can be contained and it can be delivered in a way that is going to be passed on the savings passed on to that patient. Um, so unless you're a patient that requires some cardiac monitoring or there's okay. risk of some extreme medical event during your physical therapy, okay. um, in these very, you know, um, special times, it might be medically necessary for someone to go to the hospital for physical therapy or right. go to a hospital-based facility. But the vast majority of times, it's not. Right. We don't need someone in our physical therapy that we can't medically help or, like, call an ambulance to right. come get them when they can be treated in the hospital where they're currently at. Right, right. There may be the occasional patient that does have some medical issue. You know, maybe they're... Um, you know, on oxygen, or maybe they're right. um, extremely unstable from a cardiovascular standpoint, and they're at risk of having a heart attack, and they need to be in the hospital in case that happens. And that, that does happen, but I would say it's the one or two out of 100, not the 98 out of 100. Yep. Um, and we should unburden the hospitals, and we should take the, the healthy, active population and get them out in the freestanding private practice facilities um, Again, it's going to be more convenient. It's going to be a cost savings that can then be passed on to the consumer. So I think it's really forward um, of Anthem to do this program. Right. Um, I think it's something that is hopefully a trend that we'll see maybe other insurance right. carriers pick up on. If a big name insurance carrier like Anthem, maybe they'll catch on the trend and some other ones. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, again, it's something that we just wanted to make our listeners aware of. Um, because you guys out there may have friends or family that are getting ready to undergo physical therapy, or you yourself may be looking at physical therapy. And let's say you have an upcoming surgery. Again, you know, think about where you want to receive your physical therapy and think about the cost implications of that. Right. And going to a private outpatient facility, you can make a significant cost savings for yourself. Absolutely. And they can take, even if they do get a prescription to a hospital-based physical therapy, they can still use that. For sure. And come to a private physical therapy like Oxford. Yep, for sure. It doesn't matter. And um, that's the other reason why we wanted to make a lot of people aware of this, because you maybe you have Anthem and maybe you did get a prescription for physical therapy. And when you went to, you know, if it was, say, at a, at a local hospital-based facility, when you went to go for physical therapy, you might have called for your benefits and they might have said, well, it's not medically necessary. So they're not saying that physical therapy isn't medically necessary. What they're saying is it's not medically necessary for you to receive therapy at a hospital-based facility. And so they're encouraging you to go to an outpatient, freestanding private practice. So we want to be clear that it doesn't mean that they're saying you can't do physical therapy. They're just saying you don't need the close monitoring. You don't meet medical Mm -hmm. necessity requirements to have to do this at the hospital you should go to a private practice. So they haven't been completely therapy. denied of physical therapy. Correct. Yep. And so we want to make sure people understand that too. So I would encourage you, if you have been recommended to do physical therapy and you did receive that message or got that note, um, it's just a new practice mm-hmm. that they're trying to put into place. Again, a, a cost control measure. Let this episode of this podcast be one extra step you take in your research on how this can benefit you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to understand the process. I mean, um, you know, sometimes it's a whirlwind. Uh, if you go for an appointment, uh, you get recommended something, you know, you get handed a prescription and you just fall into following along that pathway. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute, what am I doing? What is it going to cost? Where am I going? So 
again, you know, we want our listeners to know that you have a choice. Absolutely. Um, you should make your choice not only based on finances, based on quality of care, based on convenience, based on time your and money. compliance. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, again, we feel like we have the best white milk in the world. So <laughs> Come try it. <laughs> we have the highest quality physical therapy, and we're also able to offer that at a cost savings. Absolutely. So. Can I, I have a question. Lay it on How me. does this benefit Anthem at all? Well, it lowers their um, out-of-pocket dollars as well. So if they're having the majority of their people receive physical therapy at a lower-cost facility, then that savings is going to be captured by Anthem, too. So obviously you have to follow the money here. Anthem wants to save money, too. But in the process, if we can help patients save money, then it's a win-win. It's a win-win over here. I feel like every day it's a win-win. That's right. (laughs) Here at Oxford. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll be talking to you soon. Yes, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.